What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 83 of the Stand Up Guys podcast. I'm your host, Incomparable Zach Jones, joined as always by the Jack Briscoe to my Jerry Briscoe, Lester Jones. What's up, everybody? And also, who do we got here? We got the ninth wonder, Chocolate Thunder, dropping fitties and grabbing titties, the nip flicking. Deep dickin', swimming in boobies like Scrooge McDuck and Ruby's, the phenomenal A.J. Singh. I wish I was grabbing more boobies these days. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, what you been doing this week? What you been watching? What you been playing? Everything good like that? Man, I've just been driving. I've been watching like YouTube videos of like, Curtis Connor. I just discovered him. He's like this comedian who like reviews movies and other stuff. He just talks about like social commentary. Oh, just, I've never he, heard of him. He's a funny guy. He's younger than me by like ten years, but he's pretty wise for his age. He's he's pretty thoughtful. Don't you hate that when you see like political commentators that are like way younger than you and you're like, God damn, this person's <laughs> a lot smarter than I am. Yeah, I'm like, man, this guy was born with it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a comedian who uh, fake farts on people. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's that's probably my not YouTube, smarter. That's my YouTube comment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fake, but it, I mean, fake farts. I mean, he's got to do the real thing. That's brave comedy. Well, it's hard to <laughs> fart in front of like 50 people going down an escalator. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this guy. <laughs> on TikTok, maybe. I don't know. What's crazy, like he's probably making money just doing this for a living. Just making these videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wet farts on the escalator. <laughs> so you've been mostly door dashing this week? Yeah. I okay, So I did, uh, after a while, take off my uh, my fear of gambling and like losing money and risking it all. But I decided to do it and get into sports gambling this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that'll end well. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the first game I bet on is uh, twenty-five dollars Toronto versus Charlotte, which is happening right now. And uh, I'm happy to say that Toronto was down by forty-one points last time I checked (laughs) in a basketball game. So um, I'm losing twenty-five dollars (laughs) today. But yeah, that was my foray into uh, the gambling world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put like a dollar into like one of those slot machines once. So I was like, well, I lost all I want to lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I watched an interview once with that Artie Lang guy, and like he had a huge like gambling problem and cocaine problem. and, cocaine, and, <laughs> and heroin, probably a number yeah, of heroin too, yeah. lots of problems. But like he said, like the thing about it is, even if he bet like you know, put a small bet like on a game he didn't give a shit about, he would then be like invested in that game. Yeah, yeah. Where otherwise he wouldn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like it was it made his life like more entertaining, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it it makes things more interesting. You definitely uh when you watch the games you have some uh, vested interest. You're like Okay, maybe they can come back, but not in this situation. I know that's not possible. <laughs> but, but, you know, you think, like, you, you get worked up. Right. Maybe they need, like, a, a betting booth at the Olympics. Oh, yeah. That would be... I bet they, I bet people do bet, yeah, like, crazy curling. at the Olympics. I'm, I'm sure someone takes bets on Oh, it. people bet, yeah. bet on everything, whether it's legal or not. They they find a way. Yeah. They bet on the silliest things, too. Like yeah. The coin flip. The coin game. flip. 50-50 shot. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, what about you? What you've been uh, watching this week? Uh... I'm caught up with the uh, the Righteous Gemstones. It's been uh, kind of fun and stupid. Is there just one season of that, or is it multiple? The second season's been coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So it's somewhere in the second season. Anything else? Probably. Just a bunch of trailer park boys. <laughs> yeah, that's a good background one. Some some trailer park boys. Oh, uh, I did see a breakdown for uh, the Doctor Strange two trailer. Oh, okay. Where they mentioned like uh, the main bad villain, like they somebody saw like freeze framed it on the uh, trailer, and they said that Cathone is in one of the broken uh, fragments of glass. Who the fuck is Cathone? So he is uh, supposedly an elder god who lived on Earth a long time ago and uh, left to go to this other dimension to get away from something that was going to destroy him. People? Uh, (laughs) It's it's really silly if I tell you, but it was the... uh, I think the Earth's atmosphere had sex with Gaia and formed some sort of... New thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it like drove off the elder gods and scared oh, okay. them away. And uh, because they were warring with each other all the time. I guess that'd be oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> we produce the carbon dioxide. <laughs> and so, like, uh, he's trying to return to this realm, and uh, she's like his vessel for doing that. And, uh, and also, America Chavez is part of this storyline because she can travel dimension to dimension. Or Yeah, I knew she knows. was in it. Yeah, so I think he's going to try to use her to get back here. And then the Scarlet Witch is like some somebody who's like under his control because the Darkhold is his book. He made it. Uh, that's how he gets his influence and in people in this world. <clears throat> See, but I, I mean, they, they very well might do that. I, I like the idea of Wanda. Like, I don't think she would be a villain necessarily, but I think she's going to be somewhat of an antagonist in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. But I don't want her to be like under someone's control. I just want her to come by it naturally, you know? Yeah, I mean, that'd be I, my preference. I think I think she would be like a willing ally of his because she wants to find her kids. You know, like he would use that against her, maybe. Oh yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. I you know I didn't watch that trailer. Like I didn't break it down. Like I was watching like this is Pruder film or something. But uh, I did hear somebody say they they thought they could see like a shot of um um you know how that that first what if cartoon was like what if Peggy Carter was Captain America mm-hmm. like they thought they saw a shot of her shield like maybe she could be in it oh wow okay but i don't know if that's true or not yeah yeah cuz this, <laughs> this is so all many... just speculation yeah. bullshit you know yeah but like um you know how that like dark version of doctor strange seems they say like the doctor strange from that one other yeah. what if episode so then they're speculating, you know, they're going into the multiverse of why not use some of that what if stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's interesting. Let's see what they do. Um, but I'm definitely psyched to see that movie. Yeah, yeah. It's my next big movie that I'm looking forward to watching. I mean, Batman's my first, but then, right. probably, then probably Doctor Strange. I'm actually pretty curious to see Avatar 2 as well. But that doesn't come out till the end of the year. Yeah, I haven't really heard much about Avatar 2. Yeah, I don't think they put out a, a trailer yet, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what it, so like I mentioned like a month or two ago, I started that game called Control and I, I gotta say for now I've given it up. I don't, I don't know if I'll ever go back to it. It was just kind of pissing me off because like, um, I think I mentioned this on the show, but you can only save in certain spots and like when you die, like you respawn there. So like I'm on this mission where like, it's really easy to die. Like I'm dying a lot, but it sends me like, like the save point is really far from where you even begin this mission so you just always got to retrace your steps like go a long ways through even try again and then you just die and it's like i was just like oh fuck this game (laughs) and then so i started a new game which i might rage quit as well (laughs) we'll see i started a crash bandicoot 4 okay because like back in the day i think the first crash game i ever played was crash bandicoot bandicoot 2 
okay. which I liked, and then I played three, which I liked, and then I never played the original, but my cousin Jason had the original, so I played a little bit, and the original Crash kind of sucks. Like it's so difficult that it's like really tedious. And this game is getting to that point where, like, it's definitely like more difficult than two and three. Where it's it's more in line with one, I think. And like, like some of the levels already, like, I, I'm probably not even that far in. And some of them are already like pretty difficult. So, like, I'll what, see. What system is this game made for? Um, it came out on PS4. I'm playing the PS5 like okay. cross version, you know. Okay. But. Um, you played that Rayman. I think you finished that, right? It had some tricky levels. You know what? I I still I think I didn't beat the very last level, yeah. which I think I could have. I just got interrupted that day, and I never went back. You didn't go back to the last level. I didn't. <laughs> Man. That reminds me of a game I played called, uh, I think, Dragon Age. It was a really fun role-playing game. And oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard of this game. Yeah. I got to the last level. It's like this giant dragon. I'm fighting it. And I lose a few times. I'm like, all right, I'll come back to this you know, when, when I get a chance. And uh, I come back to it. Something happens to my download, my save file. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, I lost the whole thing. I never, I, I never went back and played it again. But uh, it was such a great game. But I lost like hours and hours of gameplay. Yeah, some of these games, like, same, like, even if I like them, like, if, if I'm that many hours in, yeah. and it, I'm like, I'm not going to restart this shit. <laughs> I'm so surprised, like, some people, you know, have no problem playing those, like, hundreds of hour games, and, like, sometimes they'll say they'll play through multiple times, and I'm like, what? Yeah. How? How do you do this? That That's next level, like... I never beat Morrowind. I played that game so much, and I barely scratched the surface with it. And that's one of those, like, Oblivion-type games. Oh, okay, like Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls, yeah. And uh, then Oblivion came out, and I played, like, maybe 60% of that game. So I got way further in that one. And, uh, I mean, I'm telling you, those games are just too big to complete. Yeah, those games aren't really my cup of tea, but I remember when I got my PS3, like, like, there just wasn't a lot of selection as far as PS3 games. And, like, mm -hmm. one of them was Oblivion, mm -hmm. so I got it. And, like, I want to say I did beat it, but I didn't do, like, All most the of the side yeah. stuff, you know. And, like, yeah. It's, but, yeah, I know people put just, like, ton of time into those games, especially Skyrim. Which, yeah. Yeah. The thing was, those are, like, most of those games, like, they have a certain number of mechanics and, like, after you've lockpicked your, like, millionth lock, it's like, oh, I'm fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, that happens before you're even remotely close to being at the end of the game. <laughs> uh, you spend all your time sometimes, like, working on hacks within the game. Right. Like, you know, an infinite money hack. Right. Where you get, like, I don't know, 5,000 gold coins every time you do a task and you do it over and over. And that takes, like, hours, too. So you, you end up wasting a lot of Just time. Just grinding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember when I when I was playing Red Dead Two, like it was really hard to get money, but like there's like these um, treasure maps you can find. Like I think about four of them where you end up getting like gold, a good chunk of money. And so I just like got a guide and like went and found one of those. And like basically, I never had to <laughs> worry about money worry about again. money again. Oh, okay, so that's a good tip. Yeah, like, definitely do early that. on. Do the treasure. Hunts. Yeah, if you're if you're playing Red Dead Two, like early on, do one of those treasure hunts and get a get some gold. Because otherwise, it's a real tedious <laughs> pain in the ass. Um, um, I did watch a few things as well. So I watched uh, the King's Man, okay, which is a prequel to the Kingsman movies. Yeah, and like for the most part, I liked it. 
I, I definitely, it's uh, for me the the best of those movies. Not that that's a super high high right. bar because the first movie I thought was just kind of meh, and then the second one's a huge pile of crap. Oh, uh, I didn't even know they made a second one. They did, but it's really bad. Okay. Is that the Sam Jackson one? No, the first one. Sam Jackson's in the first one. Oh, I didn't like that one very much. Really? Oh, that was a good I don't one. Th- I probably didn't even watch the second one. I think the first one, like, the, the scene in the church, like, um, with, like, the Leonard Skinner playing or whatever, <clears throat> that seems pretty cool. The rest of the movie's just, I don't know, it's fine, but I don't love it. And then I thought the second one was just a pile of shit. But this one I actually enjoyed quite a bit. <laughs> I will say, though, um, so Rasputin is a character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And, like... There's this scene between him and uh, Ray Fine's character that is so weird and so gross <clears throat> that, like, I wish they would have taken it out. Like, I, they should not have. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I like. <laughs> Dude, you should watch this movie. Just it's, for that scene? Just for this scene. Because okay. I was like, this is so uncomfortable that I hate it. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why did they keep this in? <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, I also heard that movie ends on an interesting note too. Like there's like a a post credit scene. <laughs> there there is a post credit scene, and um, you know they kind of set it up to where like they could do another one of these, yeah. which I would be game for. Except I don't think this movie did particularly well in theaters, so I don't okay. know if they'll do that. But I would definitely prefer a sequel to this movie than like a sequel to the other Kingsman movies. Okay, all right. It was fun. It was definitely fun. But yeah, that one scene, I was just like, what is going on here? Uh, and then, uh, as you guys know, I signed a deal with the devil to where I have to watch all the DC <laughs> <laughs> comic book shows. And like, actually, this is what I didn't think I've, I would ever watch because like, for many years, it was on like one of those pay channels that nobody has. Like, It was either like Stars or Epics or one of those uh, weird yeah. fucking ones. But they moved it over to HBO and uh, it's Pennyworth. Because, of course, haven't you ever watched a scene with Alfred and been like, hey, what's that guy's deal? <laughs> How'd he get here? <laughs> so this is a young Alfred. <laughs> and I'll say, like, I'll say, like, so far, like, I'm not super far into it. It's not terrible. But at the same time, I don't know if it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. This is, like, even worse than Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> what's your character arc to get to a butler? <laughs> We got to see how everything went wrong. <laughs> everything in his life just falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "We please be take pity on me." <laughs> he's like the real story of an orphan. Like that's that's what really happens. You become a butler when you grow up instead of Batman. <laughs> you have to take take a bunch of shit from little yeah. little Snotno's kids. You got to take what you can get. <laughs> Well, I found out already that his dad was a butler, so he comes by it honestly. Oh, okay. Great <laughs> long line of butlers. A butler's butler. <laughs> and then this doesn't have anything to do with uh, TV or anything. I just wanted to complain about this. So, um, I, you know, for years I've, I've uh, read all my comics digitally, you know, because I don't have, like, shelf space anymore. Which is fine. I like reading comics digitally. And I use Comixology as, like, oh. the thing I use to read it. So, like, many years ago, Comixology was bought by Amazon, but they just left it the same. Like, the reader was the same, right. the website was the same. Well, now, they, like, merged them together more, and they totally changed the reader, and it's a piece of shit. Uh. Like, I can't tell you how... I, I just... Like, they could not have tested this thing. Like, first of all, like, it crashed on me many times. So, but, so you, 
Well, you have a, like a ton of content. That's the problem. Yeah, that's and, the other and there's thing. There's no like way to use it. If they don't fix it, I mean, I I out of curiosity because I also saw Pat Oswalt complaining about it on Twitter because yeah, he reads comics. I saw that, yeah. And um, I w- I just went uh, and looked at their most recent reviews, and it's just you know one stars like uh, complaining tons of them. So I'm hoping like oh yeah they get their head out of their ass and fix it. But like, like roll it back or fix it. But yeah. it's it's so bizarre because like. You know, I like to use what they call guided view, whereas um, it just goes panel to panel. You swipe right. and it smoothly goes to the next panel. Well, they they still have guided view, but like a lot of times either you'll swipe and it won't like recognize you swiped or you'll swipe and instead of like smoothly instantly going, it'll like stall. So like sometimes you'll think it didn't go and you'll go again and then all of a sudden it'll speed up and skip two panels right. and that kind of shit. And I'm like, I'm like... They couldn't have tested this. Like, there's no fucking way they tested this mm. before they released it on the world. Did you ever try that Marvel app for comics? I haven't, no. Uh, I, I was a little frustrated with the way, like, uh, the interface was when it came to reading. But, uh, I don't know. It, it sounds like it's better than what you're dealing with with Comixology. Like. I mean, the original app was great. Mm-hmm. But this new one sucks shit. And I hope they fix it. Okay. Yeah, could I you, mean, I can't say the Marvel one's much better. <laughs> would it was it the same thing where you could go like panel to panel? Yeah, yeah, you can go panel to panel, and it even like zooms in on the right. It's which is pretty cool, but uh, there are moments where you want to see more of the image, and it just oh, doesn't look great, right, you know. Yeah, that can be frustrating. No, like I love the the original app. I just I hope they either go back to it or they. They really need to workshop this one. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they switched. I mean, the old one was so good, but yeah, this thing doesn't work at all. So it, yeah, they definitely need to fix it. Um, all right, guys. Uh, anything else before we get into the meat of the show? Eh, nothing big for me. All right, guys. Well, anyone who hasn't listened or watched in the past, we're going to do a roundtable where everyone's going to bring a, a random uh, news story or uh, topic of conversation Almost to the table. On. That looks horrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'll see if we can't make something entertaining out of it. And it sounds like AJ has a good one for us. So AJ, what do you got for us? All right. Uh, doctors find whole glass stuck in rectum of man after he accidentally swallowed it. Wait, so he swall- he swallowed it, and he made all the way to his rectum. That's what he's saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, doctors, <laughs> doctors were left baffled after finding a whole glass inside the stomach of a 55-year-old man who claims he swallowed the cup while drinking tea. The patient was admitted to a hospital in Bihar, India, with constipation and severe abdominal pain. He underwent an ultrasound and x-ray in which doctors located a serious disturbance in his intestines. Much to their shock, the dis- that disturbance turned out to be a whole glass. Doctors tried to remove the glass from the rectum with an endoscopic procedure, but had no such luck. They had no choice but to operate on the man to finally remove it. The embarrassed patient claims he simply swallowed the glass while drinking a cuppa. Although doctors aren't convinced due to the food pipe being too narrow for the object to pass through. Dr. Muhammadul Hassan, head of the team of operating doctors, said how the glass got inside the body, uh, inside the patient, is still a mystery. 
Thankfully, the patient is currently stable after his curious mishap. I think we're all dancing around the real thing. Yeah. Like, he, he stuck it up there, right? Yeah. All right. Speak. It, it was like, he either stuck it up rectally or uh, Scotty beamed it in there. Yeah. It's a mystery. <laughs> Speaking of foreign objects stuck in a body, a 37-year-old virgin, I don't know why they had to point that out, virgin ended up in a predicament after getting six a six foot nylon string stuck in his penis during an unsuccessful sex game. The unnamed uh. man was participating in the sex stunt before getting his string lodged into his urethra and ended up having to have it removed while he was under local anesthetic. Anyone else squeezing their legs together? The patient's unfortunate situation was documented in the medical journal Radiology Case Reports, which explains how the man had used the string, which is usually used to thread beads, onto, uh, onto while fully erect and watching a pornographic video. Uh, according to reports, it was the first time he'd performed this, although the study noted that he did watch porn and masturbate every day. It went on to outline in several cases, patient... I don't know why that's valuable. <laughs> They're really throwing this guy <laughs> yeah, under the bus, man. I know. Like, he's a virgin who jerks <laughs> off all the Like, time. isn't this guy in enough pain? <laughs> yeah. It went on to outline in several cases, patients may deny inserting objects and claim that the items were accidentally inserted, inserted instead. This is due to the feeling of embarrassment of admitting this behavior to admitting his behavior to achieve sexual gratification uh, which often leads to difficulties in acquiring accurate information during history taking therefore patients often come to the doctor with late and serious complications the patient in this report also hesitated to share his condition during history taking due to embarrassment aside from being embarrassed he was also difficult to communicate with yeah because he had something up his pants <laughs> <laughs> I'd be screaming my ass. Yeah, <laughs> so well, while we're on the uh, topic of things shoved in penises, oh no! Segue straight into this guy shoving a double A battery into his penis. How? What? What is with these guys? Man? This one was Iranian. Oh. <laughs> your story is actually like one of the follow-up stories underneath. Like, you like you like stuffing penises? Check out this thing with the guy with a six-foot string of his penis. You should just keep pushing those links until it, see how far you go. <laughs> but yeah, a battery. Penises. They had to like slice open his dick to get it out. Gee, they just slice it open. They huh. couldn't just p pimple pop it out. Like, oh. <laughs> Get large margin here. <laughs> if you guys had to choose between the string in the penis and the glass in the ass, which would you pick? String. <laughs> it seems like a string you could pull out, but they just put him under and pulled it out. The other guy had to get like an actual like full on surgery. Yeah, get his dick cut open. That's way worse. <laughs> I like yeah. the idea of like a like a clown with his like string of handkerchiefs. <laughs> 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 Now, did you want to count the battery story as your story, or did you want to do like a I, I probably got another one. I was going to do that one later, but I figured I'd tie it in since... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, good tie-in. Uh, let's see. A lot of stuff in penis news this <laughs> week. <laughs> got stuff to All right, this is, a, this is a solid one. Pantless driver dies after being ejected through his sunroof while masturbating to porn on his cell phone. When his car crashed and rolled over. What palace? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to see the detective the piece of this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was watching his porn. <laughs> he hit the telephone so hard his pants came off. <laughs> He's just like imagining. What, what's that show where he like pictures it all and then he like puts it together for the 
Is it Mentalist? Oh, maybe. I've never seen that show, but I, I get... <laughs> he, like, figures it out. He has these intuitive skills. <laughs> there's, but, a, there's a Key and uh, Peele sketch, too, where they're, like, jerk... The detective has to jerk off in a crime scene to figure out, like, <laughs> oh, that's what the like other... how he <laughs> accesses his psychic abilities yeah. or something. Man, there's, like, a... They did this, like, once on that, like, Sherlock show. And, the, you know, they've done it at others where, like, people are, like, seeing, like, you know algebra equations like in the yeah, periphery right. stuff. I want to see one of those as this guy's like trying to figure out the crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> or do you ever watch uh, Always Sunny? It's like Charlie on that board. Right, oh, the conspiracy oh board. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine this guy's obituary? Like, how would you like to give the speech at that funeral? He was a good guy, you know. <laughs> he died doing what he loved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he died how he lived. <laughs> but yeah, I guess like uh, the ultimate moral of this story is if you're jerking off in your car, uh, wear your seatbelt. <laughs> Don't be driving. Guy uh, needs a self-driving car. Yeah. yeah. This is what all this te- this is what I picture when I see Tesla drivers. They're all just eager <laughs> to do this. <laughs> you know when they finally like really figure out self-driving cars, like people are going to be fucking and jerking off oh. in them all the time. Yeah, everything you can It's like it's going to be like another house. People are going to be dra- traveling but <laughs> I would just have a bed in there. You sleep or you fuck and like yeah. then when you get to your wherever you're going like Hey, someone nice else's trip. problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they are going to have like robo taxis. And like the thing of it is, is like, yeah, you're going to get one that somebody did just like jerk off or fucking probably. Yeah, it's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like, if you have a black light, it's going to look like a Jack and Pollock. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that's hotel rooms now. Imagine you just have like a, a camera and there be like, you're being filmed. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> you need a deterrent. They'll steal that camera. They'll take all the parts on that car yeah. and replace it with their car's parts. <laughs> <laughs> that's my own personal OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, well, I got another sexy story for you guys. A uh, man sexually attracted to balloons has 50,000 in his house. Um, a man, let's see. Okay, a man who is sexually attracted to balloons has 50,000 in his house. God, why did they repeat? Okay. A boob man. <laughs> Julius has had an obsession with balloons since he was just four, uh, when his mom brought him one from the hospital. Um, for more than five decades since, he has been addicted to them, so much so that he actually got a balloon sanctuary in his house, packed with thousands of balloons where he sleeps every night. Speaking about his peculiar fixation on an episode of TLC's Strange Addiction, which first aired almost nine years ago, Julius explained, they're beautiful. They're soft, smooth, delicate. I have a connection with them. Intellectually, I know that balloons are not alive, but sometimes I wonder if it's my love for them that brings them to life. His love for balloons is not just platonic, though. Far from it. Uh, He said, my love for balloons is also a sexual love. When I see a beautiful balloon, my heart starts to flutter and I get aroused. I'll take a 12-inch and I'll inflate it to 11-inch one. That way it can take a lot of abuse. I'm holding one, you know, hugging it. I'll kiss it and it's like being in heaven. I mean, don't you like hugging and kissing a woman that you love? Uh, Sorry, Julius. Abuse? Also, he actually has a woman to hug and kiss, Julius said. My wife thinks it's strange, but she accepts 
accepts it. Man, this guy can get a wife. I can't even get a date. <laughs> his love for balloons Does is so know about the balloons. <laughs> his love for <laughs> balloons is so strong that he often spends days rescuing balloons that he believes to be endangered. He said, "I'll go to a car dealership and do what I call a balloon rescue. When they set them out early in the morning, they're really beautiful, and as the sun bakes on them, they get uh, really dull and misshapen." I feel like I give them a second chance at life until I fuck them to death. <laughs> Despite concerns among his family, Julius said he has no plans to end his love affair with balloons. He said, I've seen a psychologist before, and the only thing he says to me was, well, you're not hurting anybody, so why worry about it? I see nothing wrong with loving balloons, and I'm going to continue uh, to love balloons because that's what makes me happy. Jesus. Uh, his balloon room is like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Full of pop balloons. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, that's... I, I mean, I would have thought it's related to breasts. Like, they kind of remind him of them or something, but he he doesn't say he has a fixation with breasts at all. So doesn't say that, no. I think yeah. he repurposes these condoms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Come here, little fella. <laughs> <laughs> Ties him into wiener dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to pop that balloon. <laughs> I mean, that's a that's got to be a, like a very rare fetish, I would think, balloons. But uh, there you go. Uh, AJ, what do you got for story number two? All right. Let's go with, all right. A student has limbs amputated after eating friend's leftovers the next day. A student had to have limbs amputated after eating some of his friend's leftovers the next day. Uh, according to the New England Journal of Medicine, the student identified in the above YouTube video known only as JC ate the chicken and noodle dish that had been left that had been brought from a restaurant the previous night and immediately started to feel ill. In the YouTube video, they died. They, they've dramatized events described in the medical journal. According to the report, the patient had a severely high temperature, a pulse of 166 beats per minute, and had to be sedated. He had no known allergies and had received his childhood vaccinations, smoked two packs of cigarettes each week, marijuana on a daily basis, and wasn't a big drinker. The, the patient was, all, was so ill that he was taken to intensive care unit uh, of another hospital by a helicopter for further treatment. The report states the patient had been well un until 20 hours before his admission when diffuse abdominal pain and nausea developed after he ate rice, chicken, and lo mein leftovers from a restaurant meal. Five hours before this, is, this admission, purplish discoloration of the skin developed and a friend took the patient to the emergency department of another hospital for evaluation. Uh, he explained that the severe symptoms that he was suffering from seemed likely to have been an aggression, aggressive bacterial infection. His kidneys had failed and his blood started to clot. This all less than 24 hours since he ate the food. After receiving blood tests from the pre previous hospital, they found that he had a bacteria in his blood called Neisseria meningitis. That doesn't mean meningitis, it mean, but it's still bad. It's mene meningococcemia. Uh, his immune system had started responding. As Dr. Bernard explained, it's kind, of, it's kind of like getting a cut on your skin. The bleeding stops eventually because of the blood clot. Then the area around the cut becomes swollen and warm. It is swollen because the blood vessels dilate so that more blood vessels can get to the area and the swelling in part is partly due to the fact that there is increased fluid and the warmth is the inflammation. 
But when bacteria is present in the blood, the entire body's blood vessels dilate, dropping them, dropping then blood pressure, preventing oxygen from getting into the organs. His skin started to develop a rash. Uh, he continued, little clots started to form everywhere as they got lodged into small blood vessels blocking blood flow. As his hands and feet became cold, they are starved for oxygen. The problem with all of this, well, another serious problem, is that the tissue that is starved of blood starts to turn necrotic. The whole effect called purpura fulminans, uh, th that refers to fulmin, meaning lightning, lightning. That's a reference to the sudden nature of it. The purpura refers to the color of the bruise. Whilst uh, he, is, he did stabilize, the tissue on his fingers developed gangrene and his legs down to his feet, as his legs did down to his feet. He had, to he had to have parts of all ten fingers amputated, as well as a bilateral below-knee amputation. Uh, the bacteria that got into its food is known to spread through saliva, which is interesting in the in this case because JC's roommate vomited after eating some of the meal the previous night. The leftovers were then eaten unknowingly by JC. The actor playing JC eating his noodles. Oh, it's just a credit to that. Um, then they discovered that whilst JC had received his first meningococcal vaccine before middle school, he had never had the booster shot recommended four years later when he was 16. The evidence suggests that the food wasn't good, which Dr. Bernard described as a freak accident. However, we'll never know what caused food to have to have that bacteria in it. 26 days later, he became conscious and his condition improved. Obviously, his life has changed significantly, but he's alive. Yeah, I had this as a possible story as well, but... I guess the moral of the story is don't steal other people's food. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. But also, just don't eat leftovers, I guess. Like, I, I've been doing it my whole life. But, but how could you have guessed something like this would happen? I mean, Although if you yeah. ate something and then puked, like, I'd usually probably throw, throw it, it away. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. No, I'll just leave it there for someone else. <laughs> Maybe it was yeah. just me. But yeah, yeah, that, that sounds awful. Weird. I mean, dude had to get his legs amputated and like just fingers. in a day, like takes over. Yeah. yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, you can't see pictures of it, but I saw pictures of it. It is nasty. Mm. It looks bad. There's some terrible bacteria out there, man. Yeah, flesh Freak eating accident. shit. All right, are we ready for right. Manifesto Round Two? Winter Olympics. I don't know if you guys heard this one. Uh, oh, yeah. Finnish skier Remy Lindholm suffers frozen penis. <laughs> oh, I didn't. So he's out there skiing, and like it's cold. There's like a wind, and he freezes his penis out there apparently. And the thing is, <laughs> it's not the first time it happened to him. Like he said, it happened like a year ago. Well, he should have by now like an insulated cock sleeve or something. Well, the thing is, he like he says, you get in and you start warming up, and then it just really hurts. Pins and needles? No, it's worse than that because I've done it to my ears before, and like like I wanted to cry. So if that happened to your dick, <laughs> frozen dick? I mean, I never heard of that. I would think you'd have to have a pretty good swinger because like. If you get cold, you know, you just do the turtle and... Yeah, usually your dick just hides up inside you. <laughs> yeah. So maybe, maybe he's packing a little extra and got it froze. I don't know. But he's finished. <laughs> like, you would think he's used to that environment. Because you figure there's a lot of these skiers. You never... I never hear of this. <laughs> he's just, like, clanking it on a desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's from the cold. Yeah, you'd think he'd, like, you know, put a sock on it or something. Something, yeah. I'm surprised this doesn't happen to him more often, like every winter. <laughs> yeah. I think after the first time, I'd be like, you know what? I think I'll uh, 
I'll set out the next one. Maybe you could try doing a porno with that rock hard frozen. <laughs> you like black? popsicles, lady? He's black, black from the waist down. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's black because he, Frost he got frostbite. <laughs> I feel nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard of frozen penis. Yeah. yeah. Of all the things in the world, it's one you don't want. Uh, frozen penis or uh, flesh-eating bacteria? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Penis go with frozen bacteria. penis. Yeah, I guess frozen <laughs> penis, but... Um, man, this story here, like, if this like just involved a man, I'd be like, yeah, it's disturbing, but it doesn't surprise me. But the fact that it involves a woman, I, I find pretty surprising. Uh, so, ex-teacher who fed students semen-laced cupcakes sentenced to 41 years. Yeah, I, I read this one. A twisted Louisiana ex-teacher who admitted to giving her students cupcakes laced with her husband's sperm has been sentenced to 41 years in prison. Cynthia Perkins, 36, was sentenced Friday after pleading guilty to second-degree rape, production of child pornography, and conspiracy of mingling uh, harmful substances in Livingston, oh, that must be the place. She has no possibility of parole for 40 years. Uh, Perkins had faced 72 charges of various sex crimes, 68 of which were dropped in her plea agreement. 68 were dropped? I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> As part of her deal, she agreed to testify against her husband, Dennis Perkins, a former sheriff's deputy who is facing oh, 150 criminal charges, many of which are also sex crimes, according to the indictment. Um, Wait, so do they do uh, stuff besides this? Yeah, so the couple were arrested in 2019 after they allegedly sexually abused a child together, oh. among other crimes. Perkins filed for divorce from her husband following their arrest and alleged that Dennis had manipulated her into committing the crimes. The couple were busted after authorities received a tip at the National Center for Missing Children or Missing and Exploited Children. Investigators later found nude photos of them with a minor. A lawsuit filed against Dennis Perkins and the Livingston Parish School System claims that Cynthia Perkins filmed her husband supplying semen for the cupcakes that were later fed to children at Westside Junior High School. Uh, Count 15 in the original indictment against the couple alleges the semen was mixed into both desserts and energy drinks before it was served to the victims. These three charges uh, we thought were representative of what she had done, and by agreeing to the facts as we put them out on the record, she prepared herself to testify against Dennis Perkins, Assistant Louisiana, Louisiana Attorney General Barry Milligan told WTRF. The AG's office said it had spoken with victims seeking approval for the plea deal before negotiated. Before negotiating, they feel that this serves justice and better protects their children," said Assistant Louisiana Attorney General Erica McClellan. Um, Cynthia resigned from Westside Junior High School the day after her arrest, while Dennis was fired from his deputy role at Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. Perkins' attorney, Paul Woody Scott said his clients look forward to testifying against her husband, whose trial is expected to begin in May. He is the real monster. That's what she wants to make clear. It's not about shifting blame. She took responsibility today. I mean, that's what she did, but she looks forward uh, to going after the real monster, said Scott. I mean, 
yeah, no matter what, like she is like super fucked up. Yeah, she's a monster too. <laughs> yeah, they're both pieces of shit. Yeah. But like, how were they found out? Was it the, like they don't really say if like the semen and the cupcakes were found after the fact because she like videotaped it, or if this was like the original thing that like tipped the police yeah. off. Well, it's, it did sound like you said they they filmed them putting it in. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think they found out about that later. They must have gotten the. Uh, one of the child porn. One of the other crimes. I mean, God. Yeah, but that is insane. That there's like, oh, there's 72 crimes, but we'll <laughs> drop 68 of them in a plea deal. 72 charges, but 68 were dropped. Um, I mean, why not just put her away for 300 years? Well, they're I mean, trying to get the husbands. I also thought it was funny. She's sentenced to, sentenced to 41 years, but not eligible for parole until 40 years. It's like, oh, okay, we'll give you this one year. <laughs> Man, ex-cop, you know he's going to get it, especially for child porn. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that, these two both are going to get yeah. the shit beat out of them in prison, probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if not worse. If not killed. Or, yeah. yeah, a lot of child molesters get killed. Yeah, they don't fare well. I saw, like, this... Uh, kind of haunting video of like this child molester in prison like he was being like kind of teased and stuff because like they knew he was a child molester they just found out and uh i say it's haunting because like after that they killed him that night but uh you know he was a child molester (laughs) yeah yeah it's hard to build any compassion yeah i mean these this guy went out of his way to put semen into brownies for these kids to eat yeah. or cupcakes or whatever yeah cupcakes uh, and energy drinks i guess energy too. drinks like because that got him off knowing that little children are eating this stuff i guess like it, it is weird that like two pedophiles ended up as a married couple yeah and she's a teacher at a junior high yeah that's the other crazy yeah he's a sheriff and she's a teacher yeah and they're both pedophiles yeah that's a weird combo i mean kids trust both of these people yeah that's terrible Ooh, that's scary Pretty crazy, yeah. yeah. I read that. And I was like, like, like if it was just like a like a male teacher that did that, I'd be like, that's fucked up. But like, it wouldn't really surprise me. But the fact that like there's a she did it and like the the, the whole thing with them together, I'm like, this is a weird confluence of people right here. Yeah. I kind of feel good that she got 40 years because a lot of times you'll see like teacher slept with student and they just get like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Oh, like if it's a female teacher. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Where was that when I was a kid? Yeah. <clears throat> Man, did you know there's there's like some like weird um like I guess like liberal far left liberal people that refer to pedophiles as maps minor addicted people or minor oh. attracted people or something like that yeah well i'm just like what <laughs> this is where you choose to get politically correct is to like give pedophiles a less abrasive term i'm like what yeah that's uh that's not a, a territory where you're yeah. gonna get a lot of uh <laughs> traction <laughs> no, yeah. i'm like what are you thinking i uh I'm still focusing on like other people, <laughs> like helping other people, <laughs> poor people, and stuff like. That. <laughs> oh man! All right, AJ, you got another one for us? Sure. Let's see what we got here in the. Uh... What's our time? Oh, we got about fifteen minutes left. 
Okay. I got one more story. <laughs> right. Let's see. I'm going to go with this one. Uh, video shows massive flock of birds falling from sky in Mexico. I heard oh, I about this. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the video, but I, I heard about this. It was this. weird. I don't know what happened. I uh, think it's like fumes from a plant or something. Oh, so they just flew through like poison gas and a bunch Maybe of I'm wrong. Well, he'll tell us. <laughs> a viral video of dozens of birds falling from the sky in Mexico baffled the internet and sent many searching for theories. But an avian expert says it's more common than you may think. The security video out in, out of Chihuahua, Mexico, showed a large number of birds suddenly drop dead mid-air, mid-flight and rain down on a home and adjacent street. Sectional police of Alvaro Obregon reported that the incident involved close to 100 yellow-headed blackbirds that were migrating from northern Canada to Mexico for the winter. A local veterinarian reported to police the birds could have died after inhaling toxic fumes from a heater nearby or due to an overcharge from electricity cables. Dr. Nat Savy, director of migration science for National Audubon Society, told News Nation, events such as these have happened before. Back in 2010-11, there was a case where blackbirds were, were a large number of them in the middle of the night were frightened they were disturbed by fireworks and many of them collided with buildings and there was a number of more there was a number of mortality there uh, as to what caused the incident in mexico savi said said that it could have been a number of things and blackbirds may be a unique risk uh, one of the things that's unique about this particular species and a number of other related species is that they form these incredibly dense flocks, he said. A lot of people might be familiar with some of the videos of these incredibly dense flocks that wheel around in the air. They're called murmurations, uh, a, and they're absolutely spectacular. It seems that this was a case of where one of these blocks, rather than being inspiring, went Something went awry. Seely believes the answer to what caused the birds to fall from the sky may never be known. To me, this looks like it was likely something that could have caused some sort of other disturbance. Uh, whether it was a predator or something else going on in the environment that caused these birds to collide into the ground, he said. So really, he doesn't know. Mm, okay. <laughs> we came out with no answer. But, I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, sometimes pollution, uh Sometimes these birds' navigation just kind of messes up. I gotta say, like, if if I was somewhere and all of a sudden I saw a bunch of birds falling out of the sky, like, I would think like some sort of natural disaster was coming to kill me. I, I would definitely run the other way. I'd be like, "There's a poison gas in the air." Yes, yeah, something, us all. something yeah. bad's going on. <laughs> I've heard of like a case where like like the EPA was finding like an abnormal number of dead birds around this building. And like, it seems like they even like they put nets around and they were like catching them so they weren't falling to the ground or something. But um, it turned out they they were like exhausting like super hot air or something, and birds would fly um, through and just die. Yeah, I've heard of like uh, a like fire where you can't actually see it. Right, it's basically invisible. Okay. Huh. But yeah, and birds are. I guess those fires are those things are really big though, right? Like what they're flying over. Yeah, I would say substantial, probably like okay. like a column of scalding hot air or something yeah because if you just like went over like a barbecue pit you'd be okay (laughs) boy that sucks (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's what turns me off to the whole like idea of like you know the fantasy of flying having a superpower of flying like oh yeah i I would i would be afraid that somebody would shoot me (laughs) (laughs) just like hey look a bird i'll shoot that (laughs) and then uh you know on top of that yeah things like this like there is like pollution in the air you can't travel just anywhere you want you have to be able to know where these things are and yeah flying is not one of those superpowers i'd go for 
I know. I, I well, I'd be paranoid anyway. Like, it, like if you had super flight, but not like invulnerability, like Superman. Because like, who knows what could happen? Like, maybe you just pass out or something, and you just splat on the ground. You know? Yeah. Or it's like freezing up there like, yeah. when you get really high. It's, it's all kinds of things. <laughs> you get struck by lightning or some bullshit. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we're not flying. <laughs> <laughs> it would be handy every now and again. Let's like be able to like fly to the store, fly to work, or whatever. You know. But what if, like, you have to be a fast flyer? You can't just fly at the same speed you walk at. Either. <laughs> That's true. You can't, like, just That's levitate true. to a place. <laughs> you just, I can fly just really slow. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a shitty power. <laughs> so, I mean, like, yeah, you have to be fast also. <laughs> and then you kind of got to be strong, too, because I, I would imagine, like, there there's some strength required to, like, landing and moving that fast and, like, you know. I'm sure there's more to it than just... I mean, if if you can fly, you'd think you'd be able to come to a soft landing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to do those superhero landings where you shatter your legs. <laughs> yeah, you come down your, your knees just like... <laughs> poke out of your skin. <laughs> um, all right, manifesto, round three. All right, going out on a high note. Michigan driver dr- deliberately struck and killed a retiree so he could have sex with her body. Oh. So, wow, this is going dark today. Yeah. So he knew her beforehand? <laughs> it kind of sounded that way, but like she was out for a jog or whatever. So like he hit her with the car and then like drug her in the woods to have sex with her. Yeah. Jeez. So like he, he, he wanted her dead first. Apparently. She couldn't have died. She died immediately, like when he hit her? Yeah, it sounded like she was dead. Yeah, I don't know. Dang, he must have hit the shutter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I guess he had to because you don't want her, like, squirming while you're trying to, like, get off. Or or do you? Or maybe you do, yeah. You got to hit her at just the right speed. (laughs) Man, this is dark. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like it would be less dark if he did just rape her rather than this. Exactly. Also, how old? How hard do you think it'd be to, to pick up like a a sixty five year old woman? Yeah, I mean she's out for a jog. Because he's like thirty, out and about. Yeah, he could have had a chance with her, alive. I mean, he definitely could have found some old woman willing to take him. I'm sure. Yeah, maybe it was the thrill of hitting. Maybe he's just a necrophiliac yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he could just be necrophilia but there's better ways to get a body than to like hit somebody he's like i'm tired of waiting for god to do his work <laughs> well that's, that's the thing if you if you were a necrophiliac wouldn't you just be like huh i think i'm gonna go to a mortuary school here yeah you would think so fuck all the dead bodies i want go to the cemetery with a shovel <laughs> i would assume there's like a freshness uh phase <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's what he was trying to get. Like, maybe his last experience or whatever was kind of rotten. And he was like, let's get a fresh one this time. Do you ever, like, if, if you met a male, like, mortician, wouldn't your first thought be, does this guy fuck the body? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like, he's put his penis in a mouth here. <laughs> I demand a female mortician. <laughs> let's see, do I got anything else here? Oh, here we go. A pest control expert warns of huge rats swimming up toilet pipes. Huge rats that are capable of treading water could be attempting to sneak their way up uh, your water pipes and into your home, according to a pest control expert. Of course, the pest expert has 
uh, skin in this particular game as he's paid to get rid of pests and therefore stands to gain from this sort of thing. But he's also well qualified to know what uh, creepy crawlies and rodents could be hanging around waiting for a way to get into your gaff. Is gaff another word for asshole? No. <laughs> no. Admittedly, that doesn't sound pleasant, but there are those stories where people go, like have a snake that would in be the worse. toilet that, that bites their penis. Mm. Yeah, that would be worse. Yeah. Like, if you're going to sell me something, sell me some anti-snake... Uh... <laughs> you, well, you need this rat. Well, the, the snakes will eat the rats, and they'll come up the toilet, too. <laughs> I need a toilet mongoose. <laughs> First you get the rats and the snakes. <laughs> um, Ian... Helens, the aforementioned expert, says the, that rats the size of cats seem to be taking over. I, for one, welcome our new rodent overlords. Uh, basically, the population of rats is on the rise big time, and that means that more and more vermin might be out there looking for somewhere warm to stay and, crucially, reproduce. Rats may be looking to enter people's homes, he told the Daily Star. I have had more call-outs than ever from homeowners who have heard a noise, look down into the toilet to find a giant rat. No one is safe. Rats are excellent swimmers with bendy bones and can squeeze into the smallest of spaces. They can hold their breath for three minutes and tread water for three days. And they are coming up uh, waste pipes. You know, I, w- I wondered about that. Because remember when we were reviewing, like, Suicide Squad? There's that part near the end where they she, like, stabs Starro in his big eyeball. And then the rats go in there and, like, start oh, eating. Right. And I'm like, can rats really hold their breath that long? Well, apparently, maybe they can. Mm-hmm. Um, they're cunning and getting bolder and bolder. Basically, if they want to get into your home, they will. Uh, great, as if we haven't got enough bad news on our plate at the minute. COVID-19, the rising threat of a third world war, and now giant rats springing uh, out from uh, down the bog. Ian, who works for the company Pest Be Gone, claims that there has been a 25% increase in the rat population since the beginning of the pandemic. He went on, people are scared and they should be. There are more rats than ever and they are taking over. I have seen some the size of cats. Don't leave food out in your house. The rise in pests entering homes could uh, partially be down to the fact that so many people are working from home at the minute. Um, with the population no longer heading into towns and cities every day, rats are having to roam further and look a bit harder to find food. You can take precautions against the rats uh, getting in through your pipes, such as having rat gates installed and simply keeping your house clean, Ian added. You can get uh, rat gates for water pipes. These used to be used in very rural areas, um, such as near canals, but now we are recommending them even in built-up housing areas. Uh, so get yourself a rat gate installed, and you can continue to sit on the throne in peace and without the lingering fear of being bitten on the arse by a rat. Now, I don't think we talked about this one. I saw a, a, like an actual video of somebody, and like he, he said how they had a rat problem, and they sent a cat in to kill the rat, and he's like, but the rat ate the cat. And he reaches down in here, grabs this rat by the tail, and he pulls it out. And I shit you not, this thing was as big as like a fucking beaver. Jeez. It was fucking gigantic. Like that thing's not coming up your pipe. <laughs> it was fucking huge. <laughs> but can it get into your gaff? Yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to, to make it up the pipe before you can get the gaff. <laughs> there's a there's gaff a, rats. There's a grocery store by our house. And uh, I saw recently, like, a mouse, like, running across the street from behind there. Like, I know yeah. they throw away a lot of food. And- yeah, I'm sure, yeah, all those stores have to throw away shit sometimes. Yeah. I think... Uh, I've seen possums up here. Oh, you have? Yeah. 
Oh, I've never seen one. I've seen yeah, I've never Texas seen too. one. Oh. Have you? Have you seen one? No, I've I've heard they have a lot of possums in Oregon, but I don't think I've ever seen one. At least not around here. Occasion, where where did you see raccoon. Uh I think the last apartment I've seen one a couple times. Just random sightings. Hmm. Are, aren't they Rob. nocturnal? Mostly, yeah. Do they have rabies often? I think they can. So can raccoons. But mm-hmm. we only got a few minutes left. But have you guys? Are have you been following this whole Ukraine Russia situation? I've been trying to avoid it. <laughs> I, I mean, I I kind of pulled it up, but I so I have like a rough idea. But yeah, all I know is like they they did start having a conflict, and some Ukrainians died. And there, but there at the same time, like there's pretty massive protests in Russia of people like protesting against yeah. the war. Yeah, there's protests in Russia. Like I guess like even the Ukrainian president, like he like strapped up and put on body armor, and he's out there, you know, in the streets. So he he's he's actually like leading people. <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. Um, some random shit, you know, kind of like celebrating like heroic efforts and stuff from different people. There was a guy who like had to blow himself up in a bri- with a bridge to keep tanks from crossing. Uh, apparently, they have like some ace fighter who shot down a bunch of Russian fighter pilots. So they got some stuff going on. I, I mean, I can't imagine them having enough troops to actually stand up to Russia, but but nobody else seems to like they're do, intervening. They're all like, "We're going to sanction you." So, and he doesn't seem to care. So, I mean, I I don't know what the best course of action is. Like, I don't know. I'm so sick of America being in wars. It's just like, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be in perpetual war. But yeah, I don't want to be in war, and at the same time, you know, feel kind of bad for him. So. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, uh, we've seen it all before. We saw it with Iraq. We saw it with Afghanistan. It's just, it's out of our control. We just got to sit on our hands and wait for it to end, right? I know it's a bleak outlook. But it is, but it might be the best option. Yeah. I think Putin was trying to claim that there's there's like two cities in the Ukraine that are like kind of Russian sympathizers. And like, he was trying to say that they're like independent and like he should yeah. be able to bring troops in to like those places yeah, to, to let free them or something yeah basically liberate them <laughs> yeah liberate them <laughs> he also I, I think this is kind of a bullshit justification but i guess like like they really don't want the ukraine to join nato yeah but at the same time like that's supposedly like very unlikely anyways so like there's what i from what i understand like putin's kind of using that as an excuse even though it doesn't seem like a likely thing that would happen anyway I don't know. I don't really know much about NATO, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know much about the politics. I, I can parrot a little bit of what I've heard that Putin's afraid of losing Ukraine to the West. Uh, well, like he, if they join NATO, aren't they like afraid that like America is going to move a bunch of missiles in there or yeah. something? That's, yeah, what they said. But that happened with Turkey and America got its missiles out of Turkey. Yeah, I don't know. You never know what made-up justifications are. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's got their own spin on everything. I mean, I'm sure if Russia didn't cause a stink, we'd have missiles there tomorrow. Yeah. But. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we're not all dead in a nuclear fire (laughs) by next week, come on back and listen to us again. And why don't you go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube, subscribe to us on your uh, podcast 
uh, feed of choice. Uh, go ahead and give us some nice comments or bad comments. Just comment. Why not? Maybe we'll even read it if you do. Um, thumbs up, positive five star reviews. And also, why don't you guys follow us on Twitter? Guys, where can people find you? I am at a name for this too, and that's number two. At unsolicited S U G. And you can, of course, find me at Zach Jones Live. That's Z A C H J O N E S L I V E. And that is going to do it for all of our shenanigans and poppycock this week. Please, please, please tune in again next week. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one.